Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Doing great, doing great. How are you doing today? Doing yes. All right, sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah, so um, growing up, so my mother is German and my father is African-American. So growing up being biracial, being mixed, you have different mentalities, you experience different things with cultures. And so my mom was a kindergarten teacher and my dad was in the army for 20 plus years. So they were both great at what they did. They were successful. They grew up very poor and they were the oldest of multiple siblings. So they had many brothers and sisters, cousins, like they were the adults as a kid and as a teenager, because they had to take care of everyone while their mom was at work. But since they f- focused on structure and work so much, they never really had the time to work on themselves as in dealing with their own trauma, their own stress, their own anxiety, because everything was just learn, work, learn, work, take care of people. And that was it. So when I turned 11, that's when I noticed that they started to drink a lot more alcohol, um, not because of the family, but whatever was happening in the past. And it was only at night. So it never affected their work. It never affected their professional life. It never affected their friendships. It was just at home behind closed doors. So like after we would have a cookout, after the birthday party, after the family gathering or whoever came over, once they left, one more bottle was drank. And then they would just like release anger, aggression, emotions, and like stuff breaking and violence and screaming, like all kind of stuff. But then the very next morning was like, hey, where do you want to go have breakfast at? And I'm 11, 12 years old. And I'm like, huh? Like, <laughs> Do you not remember that for three hours last night? Like, what are you talking about? But it happened so much that by the time I turned 14, I just got used to it. So I was, I realized that they were not really looking at their son. They were looking through me and through me as in they would see something in their past or they would see somebody else. And like, I was a good kid. I mean, I did stupid stuff as a teenager, like any teenager, but I had good grades, played sports and never really did anything that required me to receive that level of anger and aggression all the time. But with that home life, that got me into fitness because I was a very skinny kid. I was bullied at school. I was bullied at home. I was a skinny mixed kid. Um, so like you're light skinned. So you're automatically soft, like in America, especially in the South, like whatever your complexion is, or like, oh, you're, you're soft. You act too white. You act too black. And like people didn't know what I was. And I was just so annoyed. I said, I'm tired of this at school and the general public with family. So I got into fitness to build my body because I was very skinny. I had a bad stuttering issue. I was shy. I was timid. I was scared, fearful. And I knew I had to change my body to change my mind. So that's when I got deep into fitness when I turned 14, because I wanted to change my body. And within about a year, a year and a half, I changed my physique and then I gained mental confidence. And then I got inspired to help other people like my teachers, my teammates, my classmates, my parents, friends. And I just started like training people. And then the older I got, I got into the army and working with a lot of different people, 
I realized that I wanted to learn more about psychology because I helped people with fitness and nutrition, but after they work with me, some people, they would go backwards and I would feel annoyed with myself that I didn't give him or her the mental tools that they needed to get rid of traumas, limiting beliefs, bad voices in their head, like whatever bad relationship with food, whatever thing happened in their past or is currently happening. That's what inspired me to get into life coaching. And then I was able to focus on the mind and the body. So then people stopped going backwards because they got rid of those old patterns. So like nowadays what I do, I help people identify patterns that don't help them so they can thrive, not just survive. So they can get rid of whatever happened to them as a child. And they at least can have their power back. They're not carrying it into everything that they do. So going from there, but it all started at home, got into fitness, worked on my faith. So fitness and faith. And then from there, wanting to help other people, whether it was athletes, people in general. But I do believe that what we were lacking as kids, we try to give other people. So I was lacking the support and the love. I had the discipline and the structure and all that. They're like, work hard, suck it up, don't cry, don't be a little bit, like all this stuff. But the family aspect was not really there. So I try to give a lot of that support to people instead of repeating the negative cycle. I'm ready. Yeah. So great question. So two things. One is to make my younger self proud, to make my younger self proud. Cause that kid was scared, skinny, scrawny, fearful, bullied, beat up, like all kinds of stuff. He was just like afraid of the world, afraid of everything. So making him proud one. And then two, what motivates me is pushing and helping and guiding other people to get to their best version inside and out. Like not just the muscle, not just the money, not just the relationship, but they feel like they have control. So being able to show people that the power is already in them. So making myself proud and then helping others make themselves proud as well. So everything comes full circle. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I, I just okay. try to do my part. I yeah. feel like we all have a gift or skills. So exactly. I just try to give my part. So what I noticed the people that do well, the fastest, everybody can eventually do well and win and make progress to their goals. But I notice the people that do the best are usually they play sports right now or they play sports in the past. And the reason that they do so well so fast is because they already have that competitive mentality. Like they want to compete. They want to win. They hate to lose. They want to work hard, the discipline, like they already have that mindset, males and females. So a lot of them that played sports, even if they were like 10 years old when they last played it or 16, they still have that fire in them. So like they just need a little bit of guidance, but they already have the fire to win. So if they know step one through 10, they're like, okay, this is what I got to do. Boom. They could take, take action right away because they have that fire. So definitely athletes Two would be people that have gone through some wild stuff in life that did not give up. And they're just like, I've seen almost everything. Not really scared of much. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> like they've just been punched in the face by life so many times and kicked in the stomach. And they're just like, I've seen so much that at this point, not really stressed about the normal worldly stuff because they just seen a lot, but it's all perspective. Not everyone is like this. Some people say, why me? Why is this happening? My life sucks. And why is this happening? God. And it's understandable that why they have that mentality, but the people that have worked on themselves, they just get to the point where they're like, I have control. I went through all of this, but I have that control. So one is going to be athletes. 
Two is people that have overcame many crazy things with family, life, personal, spiritual, financial, whatever it was. And then the third one will be people that were always focused on doing business, doing sales, or like doing really well professionally. It's very similar mentality of the athlete, but they're driven for success as in like they want to take care of family they want to take care of people they want to do this even if they didn't play sport they just have that fire to they saw their grandma working three jobs and their mom working two jobs and like they're like no it's changes with me and they had that fire with them so those are definitely three examples that i see of people that they they always succeed pretty quick because they just have so much in them that's pushing them no problem. how we use pain as fuel is how we can see it, like what the story is that we tell ourselves. So if I told myself, I'm just the mixed kid who has alcoholic parents, drugs and alcohol run on both sides. There's a lot of negativity. I have the discipline, but I don't know how to love people because I never saw love at home and blah. Like if I told that story, then I would just be miserable or negative and just have a limiting belief of the world and life. So it's all about the story you tell yourself. So I would always see it as this is part of my comeback story. This is part of my comeback story. So learning people's stories that went through things that are worse, that are the same as you, like whatever it was, but using that pain as fuel all starts with the story that we tell ourselves. Like how do we see what happened to us or what's currently happening to us? Because sometimes we feel like we're drowning in the stress, trauma, anxiety, and then we can't really see much higher. But once we're able to see a higher vision, then we can say, okay, right now, yes, it might hurt or whatever the feeling is, but this is temporary. This is going to teach me something. So all about how you see it and the story that you tell yourself in your mind, because that's just going to play out that person's life. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So what fulfills me is creating what I envision, no matter what it is. So like it could be with a client where I can see his or her version 10.0. I could see they're struggling with relationships and health and this and that. And then I can see how they're going to feel, the confidence, the relief, everything, all the positive traits that they get. And the fulfillment is when we make that happen and we're making progress towards it, it's a rush. And it's the same thing with myself, whatever my goal is and trying to do for myself, for people, for my future family and all that. It's, it's just a rush of creating the reality of what we envision, whether it's in ourselves or in others. But to me, that's the most fulfilling. And also I think of it as a ripple effect because we're either positively affecting people and like we make their day, get them motivated, get them excited about life, or we do the reverse. <laughs> There's plenty of negative people out there. So like <laughs> they hit yeah. you with the negativity and you're just like, oh man. <laughs> and they just spread toxic energy. They always watch the media. So what fulfills me the most is creating a positive ripple effect and creating what I envision for myself or for others and help guide them. Cause it's just amazing to see because life is short, but when you can realize that life is an exciting ride and create the best of it, then it's just gives you a rush. And with people, yeah, how they can find their own fulfillment is they can ask themselves the question, what makes me feel proud? when I lay down at night, like if they were to lay their head on their pillow at night or lay on their couch, wherever they lay and relax and sleep is 
what could they do in that day that's going to give them that feeling? Is it helping kids? Is it helping the elderly? Is it helping animals? Is it helping other people that were bullied like them, like whatever their thing is. But if they can really just sit in it and say, what would make me feel fulfilled today? And usually something small, but it might connect to like a bigger future for their career, or it might just be like something they do on the side. But if somebody can just push, push away their own problems, pain, insecurities, and all that for just a second and say, what makes me feel full? What like warms my heart or <laughs> gives me a rush, however somebody wants to word it. But if they can really ask themselves that question and just not think about the negative for a moment, just say, you know what, what makes me feel that way? Hey, yesterday when I went to the store and I made that lady smile, that fulfilled me. Or when I helped that kid at the school, that fulfilled me or whatever it was. But most people, they've had those small experiences, but they usually only think of the stress or when they got to pay a bill or all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. No problem. What I would say to them is to just pause and see how strong you really are. Pause for a moment and just see how strong you really are. Because technically, if you look at it, if you're alive right now, you're technically undefeated. Meaning, no matter how many times you got bullied, whether that was physically, mentally, spiritually, like whatever happened, it could be from family, strangers, it could just be something spiritual, like... People grow up in crazy households, but realize how strong you are and think of all the stuff you went through. And technically you're still here and you're still alive. So technically you're still winning. So it's more so like it's a, it's a mental shift where you're like, I'm stronger and crazier than whatever's happening. Not in like a dark way, but just more so like an aggressive competitive way where you're like, you know what? That's all you got world. Is that it? Like I'm a freaking monster. I'm a machine. Like just flipping <laughs> the mentality and saying that I'm unstoppable. And just realizing that they're like, wow, I overcame this from my uncle. I overcame this in school. I overcame that. I survived a car crash. Like whatever that person went through, they can just say, wow, I've been through a lot of stuff, but I'm still here. Like I'm actually way stronger than I give myself credit. So one is to remind themselves how strong they are. And then two, try to get as clear as they can on their goal. Like, what do you really want? And not using like a vague statement, I want to be happy, successful, I want a loving, lovely family. Those things sound great, but if there's no real like details, it's not going to give them a rush. But I would get a sheet of paper and a pen and really write out every area of life that, that, that they want to create. Body, mind, finances, whether it's religion, whether it's spiritual, where they want to live and really put themselves there, utilize all their senses. So yeah, so the first one, remind themselves how strong they are. And then get crystal clear on what they want in life and really take their time with it. Like imagine they close their eyes, they can see it, they can taste it, they can smell it, they can feel the wind wherever they are, like really putting themselves in that state. And then they'll feel a rush, maybe even some emotions that are connected to that goal. But it's really interesting. And all it does is it taps us out from the current autopilot mode. Yes, for sure. So they could reach out on social media or just see my social media in general. I post a lot of videos on these topics and pictures mm -hmm. and I just try to inform people, make them think, but that's going to be fit with Derek too. F I T W I T H D E R I C K and the number two fit with Derek too. That's okay. on any social media platform, but my whole intent is to make people think and to make them like really 
look at their situation. So if they hit snooze five times every morning, if they're skipping workouts, if they're like too negative and like, I'm going to make people think I'm going to plant a seed where they're like, all right, he's talking to me in that video. And that's the whole intent is to call them up. So they are like, you know what? Enough is enough. I have the power. So let me take control. So definitely social media. But besides that, um, my website is fitwithderek.com. And on there, they could see many males and females that I work with for just fitness or also life, like just mental health. But it's amazing to see people's journey, pictures and videos. But yeah, I just try to give people the information that's needed so they can take action. No problem. Thank Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.